Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at PositivelyProductive.com resources. You need to start by simplifying. There are a variety of ways to approach that, but the goal is to reduce the excess, to explore and identify what's enough, what you really need to get the job done. It could mean figuring out the fewest steps in a process or the best number of items in a closet. It could mean removing thoughts swimming in your head so you can focus again. You'll notice in those examples, it's not just about the fewest. It can be, but ultimately, when it comes to simplifying, you want to optimize the scenario in a way that makes it the best result for the least effort. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a productivity coach certified in positive psychology and stress management. Join me as we explore ways to live a more proactive, positive life with episodes on productivity, self-awareness, mindset, entrepreneur life, habits and systems, simplicity, fun, and more. I understand overwhelm personally as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife and mom to kids and cats, and as a caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and it's my goal in every episode to keep things simple. Because no matter who we are or what our situation is, simplifying can help, especially in a world that offers us plenty of complexity. Today, we're talking about the concept of simplifying and why we eschew it instead of embracing it. We say we want it, but when given the choice, complexity tends to win. I'll explain why we do that and why we need to prioritize simplifying over organizing. Let's start by defining the word simplify. It's a verb meaning to make simple or simpler, to reduce to basic essentials, to diminish in scope or complexity, to streamline, to make more intelligible, to clarify. Let's highlight the words like reduce, streamline, clarify, and concepts like diminishing scope and complexity. Those are the very things you need to do when you're overwhelmed. They're my first goal when I work with stressed and struggling clients. And when you're burnt out, it's easy to see why simplifying is so important. But why do we resist it in everyday life? My first thought in answering this question is that we humans have a tendency to do the opposite of what's good for us. Ask me how I know. But often, we resist what's good for us or what we want to do because we have conflicting values or we perceive it as difficult which our brains try to protect us from, so we'll go into avoid mode. That's part of where procrastination comes from. So even though it's not ideal, it kind of makes sense. But the lure of complexity doesn't work that way. While we normally want the easier route, this time we're actually inclined toward the more difficult. Why? Because complexity is often associated with sophistication and depth. It can be exciting and novel, and we associate it with intelligence. 
As you may have realized, none of these things are necessarily true, but we're inclined to believe them because of something called the complexity bias. Yep, let's add that one to the list of other biases we've chatted about here, like the positional bias and confirmation bias in episode 112 about comparison, and the negativity bias in episode 159 on savoring and celebrating success. While there are more than just those four, today we're focusing on the cognitive bias that leads us to choose complex concepts over simple ones. The complexity bias means that when we need to solve a problem, we are easily convinced that a simple solution would never work. And perhaps it's the less valuable and less impressive choice, so we seek to add to it. In Living with Complexity, author David A. Norman offers a perspective on why we need it. He says, we seek rich, satisfying lives, and richness goes along with complexity. Our favorite songs, stories, games, and books are rich, satisfying, and complex. We need complexity even while we crave simplicity. He further explains that when things are too simple, they're viewed as dull or uneventful, and psychologists have demonstrated that people prefer a middle level of complexity. Too simple, and we're bored. Too complex, and we're confused. This reminds me a bit of the bell curve for stress and productivity and the link between the two, called the Yerkes-Dotson Law for those of you playing at home. We need some stimulation to get moving, light a fire under our butts and make things happen, or we become one with the couch. Again, ask me how I know. But too much pressure, too much stress, and anxiety takes over. You head toward burnout and you lose your productivity. So as with most things in life, we need to find a sweet spot. Here's my caveat, though. Even though we're searching for a happy medium, I would counter that we experience plenty of complexity in our lives naturally, without effort. So we need to counteract that by focusing on and prioritizing simplicity. That's why my initial focus for my work with productivity clients is simplifying. And it's what I recommend for you you need to start by simplifying. There are a variety of ways to approach that, but the goal is to reduce the excess, to explore and identify what's enough, what you really need to get the job done. It could mean figuring out the fewest steps in a process or the best number of items in a closet. It could mean removing thoughts swimming in your head so you can focus again. You'll notice in those examples, it's not just about the fewest. It can be, but ultimately, when it comes to simplifying, you want to optimize the scenario in a way that makes it the best result for the least effort. If you're thinking that even though I'm saying simplifying, it sounds like I'm sneaking decluttering into the conversation, like those moms who blend vegetables and then mix them into the mac and cheese, you would be absolutely correct. Decluttering and simplifying go hand in hand, and thinking about your life in terms of clutter is the easiest way to seek out the simple. I've covered clutter quite a bit on the podcast, and I encourage you to check out the episodes relating to it, including mental decluttering in one simple step, reverse decluttering, which is especially good when you're stuck and really overwhelmed, and how decluttering is self-care. You can go to positivelyproductive.com slash podcast and search the word clutter and you'll find all those episodes and more, all starting with 
episode two on decluttering with the simple system. Yes, you heard that correctly. I used the acronym SIMPLE as a framework to help you declutter and get organized, and it's no coincidence. SIMPLE is the best goal, especially when you're overwhelmed. The title of this episode is Why Simplifying is More Important Than Organizing, and I'm hoping you can already see why. When it comes to getting organized, you want things in place, easy to access, and able to work for you without delay. Our first instinct when organizing, though, is to figure out where everything goes, but I strongly urge you to declutter first. Why? Because it's a waste of time, energy, money, all of your precious resources to organize what you might not keep. Whether you're organizing a pantry and you bought those special racks that don't end up fitting your food containers after all, yet again, another ask me how I know, or you're scheduling your day and you're trying to figure out how to cram it all in, you need to review what is going in before you figure out where it's going to go. While we're using simplifying and decluttering interchangeably, I encourage you to consider clutter and complexity as counterparts as well. Clutter is what blocks us. It distracts us and wears us down. It's unnecessary. And releasing it makes space for more efficiency and energy and a better experience. It's not only that simplifying can help, it's that allowing complexity where it's not necessary can hinder you. This quote from Edward de Bono says it well. Complexity means distracted effort. Simplicity means focused effort. Let's make the most of our effort. As we close this episode, consider where in your life you have opportunities to simplify. First, pick a place to review. Maybe one comes to mind immediately, but some places to consider your task lists, your projects, your habits and routines, your schedule your environment in general, your space, where you're living, where you're working. As I said, you may have one in mind, but if not, pick one that feels like too much and start with that. And ask yourself these questions. Is this working for me? Be honest. Say, is it working or am I just used to it because it's familiar? Are all these aspects, these things that are here necessary? Really? What would it look like with less or without. What truly belongs? If I were to design this today with simplicity in mind, what would it look like? I close out each email to my VIP list with a reminder to make space for what matters. And remember that includes you. So I will remind you of that today and that simplifying your life not only eases stress and speeds things up, it creates the space for you that you deserve. So what part of your life can you simplify today? Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com slash resources.